In the name of the glorious Trinity, Father and Son and Holy Spirit, forever. Amen. Glory be to the everlasting mercies which sent you to us, O Christ, the light of the world and the life of all. Give us wisdom by your law and enlighten our impulses by your knowledge. Sanctify our souls by your truth and grant that we may be obedient to your words and may fulfill your commandments at every hour. O you who enlightens the rational with the knowledge of your greatness, do enlighten, O my Lord, our thoughts, that we may meditate upon your holy and divine scriptures at all times, O Lord of all, Father and Son and Holy Spirit forever. Amen. Double-Edged Sword, a Christian podcast ministry presented by Father Gennard Lazar. Father Gennard is a parish priest of the Mud Edda Parish of the Syrian Church of the East in Turlock, California. Here's Father Gennard. One of the many ways to growing stronger in our faith as we are waiting for the Lord to return, that is, the coming of the day of God, according to 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 12, as the virgins waited for the bridegroom, Matthew chapter 25 verse 6, is to work for the Lord. As we wait for the Lord, we are to work for the Lord. That is, be occupied, be engaged in the works of our faith. St. Peter instructs us in verse 14 of 2 Peter chapter 3 that we are to strive, that means toil, continue, be engaged, struggle, work, that we may be found by him, the righteous judge, Jesus Christ, in peace, without spot and without blemish. So as we wait for the return of the Lord, which is what St. Peter is talking about in the previous verses, we are to strive that we may be found by him, Jesus Christ, our righteous God, righteous judge, who sees no partiality, without spot, that means found by him without spot, and without blemish. So let's break it down. Found by Jesus Christ in peace. Peace with who? Well, first and foremost, we need to be at peace with God. And how do we ascertain what is peace with God? Is to understand and acknowledge and to know the cause and the birth of animosity between God and men. What was it? In the Garden of Eden, Genesis chapter 2, verse 17, it was disobedience, very simply put. God said, do not, and man did. So as we wait for the return of our Lord, for the heavenly bridegroom, we are to strive to be at peace with God. That peace which was made by God through the death of his son, Romans 5.10. Notice I said God made, God initiated, God graced upon us his peace. In Romans chapter 5, verses 8 to 9, St. Paul writes, God has manifested his love towards us because if when we were sinners Christ died for us, 
How much more shall we now be justified by his blood and be rescued from wrath by him? So God manifested. God began the work. Being at peace with God and the peace that we receive through his son, Jesus Christ. And as Christian, children of light, children of God, we need to be at peace with others. Now, others may not want peace with us. Others may at every time be waging war and hatred and persecution upon us. But St. Paul writes it beautifully in Romans chapter 12, verse 18. And if possible, so far as it depends on you, O beloved Christians, live in peace with every man. We are to initiate peace with every man, just as God initiated his peace with us. We are to always be stretching out the hand of peace as children of peace. We need to be peacemakers. Christmas is around the corner, beloved. What do we sing in the anaphora of the Divine Liturgy when we begin it every Sunday, every time we celebrate the Divine Liturgy? Glory to God in the highest, we repeat thrice, and on earth peace. So when we celebrate Christmas, beloved, we celebrate the gift of peace that God gave man and brought to man through his son, Jesus Christ. So this Christmas, make it your number one priority that before you give those gifts of iPads, iPods, i this, ear this, knows that, give the peace of forgiveness. Pick up the phone. On Christmas Day, as we celebrate the birth of our Lord, the peacemaker between God, his Father, and men, pick up the phone and make peace with someone that you have a beef with. Christ did this. I was talking to a friend who was complaining that whenever someone who is correct or someone who has a a true point regarding a certain Um, you know, circumstance or a certain issue, that person is being called, you know, crazy or you're a little bit out of your mind. And it was a little bit um, offensive. But I mentioned, I said, well, Christ, our Lord, our King, our God, God incarnate, was called the head of Beelzebub. He was called crazy. He was said to be out of his mind. So God making peace With you and I, beloved, who are we to withhold the peace with others? St. Paul writes it again, very strictly and very precisely. While we are waiting for the Lord to return, we need to be working for the Lord. And one of the work is to make peace and to make peace with others. After all, we retain the gracious title of children of God. Christians are called the children of God. And when I say Christians, those who have received Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior and have been baptized in Christ and have been put clothed with Christ and have been buried with Christ in baptism and obviously believe faith comes first and are living a Christ-like life are called, are graciously titled children of God. 
we retain the gracious title of children of God received from the mystery of baptism, Galatians chapter 3, verses 26 to 27, by being peacemakers. You know, we receive this baton, we receive this gift, we give this gift, we become that gift, peacemakers. Matthew chapter 5, verse 9, Jesus says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. They will continue to live the title, the gracious title of being the children of God. So again, this Christmas, when you do pick up that phone, or you do send that text message to wish a friend, a relative, a cousin, whoever it may be, a blessed feast of the Holy Nativity to make peace. Remember, you are receiving that blessing right back at you because the blessing that Jesus gives for the peacemakers who will be called the children of God, Matthew 5, 9, will remain on you and for you. And lastly, we need to be at peace with ourselves. Self-peace. How do we attain this, beloved? And there's only one way we can do this, is through our conscience. And St. Paul, in the book of Romans, refers to conscience as the natural law. And conscience, or the natural law, which is our secret, that will we will also be judged according to the gospel of Christ, Romans 2.16 judged according to the gospel of Christ, our conscience, the natural law, by that we also will be judged according to the gospel of Christ, along with our faith and our deeds. It is our conscience that bears testimony to our peace with God and others. You want to know and confirm and, and, and affirm that you are at peace with God and others? Test and consult your conscience. Conscience will either rebuke you or vindicate, defend you, according to Romans chapter 2, verse 15. When you get in trouble and you don't know right from wrong, give a little whistle. <whistles> Where's that from, Adrena or Stephen? Pinocchio. I love Pinocchio because I believe personally there are biblical um, uh, connotations to it. Number one, don't lie. Number two, conscience, which we're talking about. Number three, your battle ends up in the well. And where's that from? Jonah. Jonah, yes, Jonah was in the well. And there is a, you know, there's a message of being honest and what have you. And it goes on. When you meet temptation and the urge is very strong, give a little whistle. And he goes, not just a little squeak, pucker up and blow. And if your whistle's weak, yell, Jiminy Cricket, as I said, which was um, Pinocchio's conscience. Very important. You know, we need to speak about conscience in depth in one of our episodes. But to know if you are at peace with God, you are at peace with each other in order to be at peace with yourself, knowing that you are at peace with God and others, is to examine your conscience. So when the conscience is clear, beloved, peace with God and others can be at peace with yourself. Paul continues in verse 14, I'm sorry, St. Peter continues in verse 14 of his second epistle, chapter 3, to strive and to be found also not only at peace, but without blemish and without spot. 
Now, Peter here is talking about the holy activeness, liveliness, which Jesus referred to when he said in Luke chapter 12, verse 37, Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. When the master finds that they are toiling, they are continuing to strive to please their Lord and to strive to enter that narrow gate. So, in order to avoid and to be found without blemish and spot, we need to strive to avoid our thoughts, our words, our deeds and actions which defile us. We pray this after having received the holy mysteries. The priest prays, May he, that is Jesus Christ our Lord, who has deemed us worthy to partake in his all-sanctifying body and blood, May he grant us to please him in our thoughts, words, deeds, and action. And we continue to pray that God will grant us the urgency, the seriousness, the desire, the will, and the faith to cut off, to throw away the arm and the hand, the leg and the feet, the eye and ear, that are the cause of our defilement. And these, beloved, the Church Fathers refer to, St. George Chrysostom refers to these as close friends and relatives. These can be also our addictions, and I refer to them at times the demons. So we need to be on the alert. We need to be striving. You cannot sit back, kick back, relax, and claim that you read two verses of the scriptures and that you have spoken to someone about Jesus Christ and that you have said three to four words in your prayer or you've done the sign of the cross before you sleep or you do the sign of the cross each time you pass a church or you see the holy crucifix of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ or during Christmas and Thanksgiving, you fed one or two homeless people, kick back and say, I'm done, this is my work. No, because they are what God refers to in the Old Testament as dirty rags if they are, not, if they are done in blemish and in spot and not in peace. What use is there when you feed a homeless and you, you nourish a homeless person and yet, your brother, your sister, your friend, your relative is starving for forgiveness because they have wronged you. You know, Jesus says, if your brother or your sister or your relative, if they sin against you, you are to go and try to make peace, beloved. We have been called to live in peace with God, with others and ourselves. And we have been called to live a life that is without blemish and spot. New Year's is coming along as well, New Year's Eve, and everyone has their resolutions, right? You know, I think a Christian's resolution should be, let God's will be done. Whatever the Lord pleases, that shall be according to Psalm. But at the same time, beloved, you know, not so much focusing on uh, how we look and our weight and our, uh, you know, our appearance, 
but more focusing on our spirituality, how we look spiritually before Christ, how we look ourselves in the mirror when we see ourselves in the mirror. Can I truly say, I can see Jesus Christ? If not, well, there is a hindrance there. It could be blemishes and it could be spots. I always mention and I always harp on this. And I don't know if I'm the only person that actually continues to beat this drum. Our social media activities. What we say, what we speak, what we do, what goes through our minds. Yes, the urgency is extremely urgent, beloved. If the internet causes me to sin and causes me to be found blemish and with spot when the righteous judge returns, well, let's get away and let's do away with the internet. You know what I'm talking about. So this is how we can strengthen our faith. This actually helps us to grow in faith as well. There is not a secret remedy, a, a, a click of the finger remedy or take two pills and you'll be okay. No, Christianity is a continuous life. Faith is not of the emotion, of the feeling. Faith is God said, don't, I will not. God said, do, I will do. Christ has commanded this, I will do that. Christ is deterring us from this. I will not do that. The apostles have called us to this. I will go there. The church has commanded us to do this. I will do that. This is faith, being obedient to the commandments of God. His son, our Lord Jesus Christ, his apostles, the church, the scriptures. So let's, let's ponder on that during this time, beloved. Let us truly see that do we stand in peace with God? Are we at peace with others? And we can do that by knowing and seeing and examining that if we are at peace with ourselves, is our conscience clear? If our conscience is clear and we are truly attentive to the voice of the Lord, not our own understanding, then we praise God. If our conscience is eating us alive, then we pray to the Lord. Pray and ask that the Lord will strengthen us to be that son or that daughter, that child that God has called us to be, so that we may praise him at all times and glorify him at every season forever. Amen. One last thing, please also don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share with your friends and family. If you'd like to suggest future episodes or give us detailed feedback, please visit the link in the description or on our Instagram, linktr.ee forward slash double edged sword. God bless you all.